Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're right. My name's Ian Hoke. I'm sitting in for Scoot this week. He'll be back on Monday. If you didn't get a chance to hear any of what we did on the show yesterday, uh, it was a pretty interesting one, if I do say so myself. We started out talking to a guy who builds survival bunkers for billionaires. He was calling in from Israel. He said he was on his way to Saudi Arabia and Dubai after that. He's got clients all over the world who are shelling out big bucks for this guy to come to their home or their ranch or someplace and build a survival bunker that they can jump into when, you know, society collapses or there's a nuclear war or there's an airborne virus or there's zombies or something like that. Uh, His name was Ron Hubbard. Uh, We spoke to him at 1 o'clock at 2 o'clock yesterday. We spoke to a libertarian who's running for president of the United States. He's a local doctor, a local ENT. His name is Dr. Charles Ballet. And I had a really interesting, wide conversation, uh, conversation with him about, you know, libertarian principles and how he fits into the libertarian fold and what he would bring to bear if he became president of the United States especially given that it's not as if he's going to have a libertarian Senate or a libertarian Congress. Uh, that was a really interesting conversation. We talked about taxes. We talked about health care, education, gender-affirming care, uh, it, it, uh, the environment, pollution, uh, things like that. Uh, uh, you can go and listen to all of that on our website. You go to WWL.com and click on audio and then go to the Scoot Show, and you can uh, listen to any of the uh, segments we had yesterday. Both the, the interviews are there, but also the full hours. And like I've been saying all week, I, I prefer the rewind function. If you got the Odyssey app 
or you you can also just go to the website and rewind if that's easier for you. Just click on listen, and then you know the little you know fast forward and rewind buttons will pop up, and you can go and scrub back and listen to anything from 24 hours ago. So if you jump on there right now, you can go and listen to everything that happened in the last 24 hours all the way back up to 2 p.m. yesterday afternoon. Also, don't want to miss a chance to tell you you can get two tickets to go see Jennifer Lopez. Wouldn't this be a nice thing to surprise your your significant other with? Uh, Jennifer Lopez is going to be at the Smoothie King Center on Friday, August 30th. Uh, this is her This Is Me Now tour. And if you remember her at the Super Bowl a couple years ago, Jennifer Lopez now looking pretty good, Jennifer, and uh, turned in a really amazing performance on top of that. So you can register right now to win a pair of tickets. Uh, you go to WWL.com slash contests with an s on the end contests uh it's very simple you just type in i think your email address and your birthday just enough to confirm that you're not a robot and then you're automatically entered to win and then you just you know go have a cold one and watch the clouds go by and then you know maybe you'll get an email or a phone call from us that says hey you're going to see jennifer lopez compliments of live nation and wwl before i stepped away i was speaking a little bit about this sort of media narrative that Trump is like really crushing it in the primaries. And he is, he's won all of the primaries he's competed in so far, but there are some warning signs in here. He only got 60% of the vote in South Carolina. Now South Carolina is a little bit different, maybe not the best, uh, you know, indicator here because that's Nikki Haley's home state. So of course, Nikki Haley is going to overperform there. But if you really dig down into the exit polls, South Carolina voters that voted for Nikki Haley, 59% of them said they're not going to vote for Donald Trump in November. And there were no qualifying questions about that, about, you know, against generic Democrat nominee, or is it going to be Joe Biden? They just said straight up, I'm not going to vote for Donald Trump in November. So that seems like kind of a problem. And it's not just South Carolina, about half of Nikki Haley voters in Iowa said the same thing. And there is reason to believe that this could cost Trump the presidency in 2024, much the same way it did cost him in 2020. Ron Johnson, who's a big MAGA senator, said the only reason that Trump lost Wisconsin is that 51,000 Republican voters voted for somebody else. Trump lost Wisconsin by 21,000 votes. I'm just radio dude. I'm passionate about politics, but I'm not an expert in it. I've never had a job in politics or a career in politics. I I, I would have got a, a minor in political science if it hadn't been for Katrina and screwed up my college experience a bit. But this isn't rocket science, y'all. Politics is about addition, not subtraction. And if Trump is out here saying... Haley voters, you're permanently barred from the MAGA camp. We don't want you. We will not accept you. Marjorie Taylor Greene is out here saying any Republican that isn't willing to, you know, fall in line with the MAGA agenda in Donald Trump, we're completely eradicating them from the party. Okay. Carrie Lake, who's running for Senate in Arizona, she lost the governor's race in 2020, I'm sorry, in 2022 in Arizona, by not a wide margin. And if she hadn't told McCain Republicans to, quote, get the hell out, she might be governor today. So if these trend lines continue, yeah, we're going to continue to see Trump probably win every primary. 
But keep an eye on those exit polls. Nikki Haley is not going anywhere. She said over and over again she's going to continue to lose. She's going to continue to get dragged by Trump and the MAGA Republicans. She's going to continue to lose donors. She's going to continue to fall behind in the delegate count. But she's not going anywhere. And if people continue to show up for Nikki Haley and then half of them say they're not going to vote for Trump in the general, that's not great news for him. And that's not great news for Trump supporters. Let's do the news bomb. So I got, ow, Jesus, Jenny McCarthy. Okay. Oof. I thought that was coming at the end there, Coleman. You gave me a heart attack, man. Okay. Stick a fork in him. Mitch McConnell says he's done leading Republicans in the United States Senate. Mitch McConnell says he will end a record run in the Senate. That's right. Republican leader. McConnell is the longest serving leader in history, and that will soon end. This will be my last term as Republican leader of the Senate. His announcement comes amid the GOP's powerful ideological shift from the Reagan conservatism under which McConnell began his Senate career in 1985 to the Trump era. McConnell's been estranged from the ex-president and under growing pressure from Trump backers. While he did not give a specific reason for the timing of his decision. I have many faults. Misunderstanding politics is not one of them. Sagar Megani at the White House. And Mitch McConnell says he knew that the time to announce this decision would become clear at some point. I always imagined a moment when I had total clarity and peace about the sunset of my work. A moment when I'm certain I have helped preserve the ideals I so strongly believe. That day arrived today. But step aside, haters. He says he's not exactly walking away from the Senate or from politics. I still have enough gas in my tank to thoroughly disappoint my critics. And I intend to do so with all the enthusiasm with which they've become accustomed. (laughs) I think that's kind of funny. All right, now to Michigan. The results from the Michigan primary Last night, they do have warning signs, both for Trump, like I talked about, but also for Joe Biden. President Joe Biden won the Democratic primary in Michigan, but the results highlighted a vulnerability ahead of the November general election. Votes for uncommitted with a campaign organized by activists disillusioned with Biden's handling of the war in Gaza garnered over 13 percent or over 100,000 votes. The AP spoke to Dearborn voter Miriam Mosin. No candidate will receive our votes if they continue to support genocide in Gaza. Michigan has the nation's largest concentration of residents of Arab American descent. Lexis Zaydan would listen to Michigan spoke at an election night watch party in Dearborn. Everybody all over the country is standing with Michigan and all eyes are on Michigan. Former President Donald Trump won the Republican Michigan primary. In tallies early Wednesday, Trump had about 60% of the vote versus a little over 26% for Nikki Haley. Trump heads into Super Tuesday, having swept all five of the first states on the Republican primary calendar. I'm Jennifer King. Yeah, Super Tuesday, you're going to be super boring probably after months of negotiations threats of being held in contempt and political stunts on both sides hunter biden is testifying before the committee investigating whether or not to impeach his dad today the president's son hunter biden arrived on capitol hill wednesday morning to testify behind closed doors about his family's business dealings 
Hunter, what do you hope to tell the committee today? He issued a statement saying, I am here today to provide the committees with the one uncontestable fact that should end the false premise of this inquiry. I did not involve my father in my business. The investigation by House Republicans focuses on allegations that President Biden profited off his son and his brother's foreign business dealings when he was vice president. The more than year-long probe has produced no direct evidence of wrongdoing by the president, but Republicans say their work isn't finished. And uh, going back to the story we talked about on Monday, there's more news from the fallout of that Alabama Supreme Court ruling that says frozen embryos used in fertility treatments are the same as a human child. Health and Human Services Secretary Javier Becerra visited a group of frustrated IVF patients in Birmingham. The ruling by the Alabama Supreme Court raises doubts about the future of some fertility treatments in the state. Becerra says the uncertainty is due to the U.S. Supreme Court ruling overturning Roe versus Wade. When Roe went down and, and took away health care rights and access, it did it to more than just abortion care. For now, the treatments are on hold in Alabama. Governor Kay Ivey says lawmakers are working to clarify the conflict. And I anticipate having a bill on my desk very shortly. But Secretary Becerra says Congress may need to intervene to enshrine protections nationwide. I'm Norman Hall. I'm Ian Hoke, and that was your February 28th, 2 o'clock news bomb. Oh, spicy meatball. Coming up next, we're going to be talking to Jose Bautista, who's a professor of economics at Xavier University. The Magnificent Seven. Wow, sounds great, right? The top tech companies in America. You know, your Apple, Amazon, Alphabet, Meta, Tesla, NVIDIA, Microsoft. I'm probably missing one. They're creating so much wealth that even just Microsoft and Apple individually, their market cap is greater than the entire stock market of France or of Saudi Arabia or the U.K., that sounds awesome, right? Everybody's getting rich. Everybody's making money. We got all the technology. We're making the jobs. Everything's cool. But that concentration of wealth is not something we've seen except in situations that ended very poorly for everybody else. Looking at you, 1929. I'm Ian Hoken for Scoot. We'll be right back after this. Stick around. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Slaps. Oh! Welcome back to The Scoot Show with guest host me, Ian Matthew Roland Oak. Uh, joining me on the line right now is Dr. Jose Bautista, professor of economics at Xavier University. Doctor, good afternoon and welcome to the show. Thanks for your time. Good afternoon, Ian. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Reading now from CNBC.com, the so-called Magnificent Seven, Apple, Amazon, Alphabet, Meta, Microsoft, NVIDIA, and Tesla, now wields greater financial might than almost every other major country in the world, according to new Deutsche Bank research. The meteoric rise in the profits of these companies outstrip those of all listed companies in almost every G20 country. Of the non-U.S. G20 countries, only China and Japan have greater profits when their listed companies are combined. However, this level of concentration has led some analysts to voice concerns over related risks in the U.S. and global stock market. Now, doctor... The profits of these tech companies are exceeding those of almost every other company. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad that those folks are making money and creating jobs and wealth, and they're doing what they were designed to do. But I can't help but feel a little bit creeped out about that concentration of wealth. What are the risks that these analysts are talking about? Well, probably the the major concern would be, excuse me, any type of expectations that Future profits will not continue to be what they are. And that could be, you know, one major speculation is that if a company, for example, has a, 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 a hidden political agenda or has um, a, a, uh, is developing policies that would restrict trade, restrict entry into these, uh, these high-tech markets. So that would be the thing that would be, you know, um, that would be worthwhile, you know, looking out for as, uh, you know, as a caution to, uh, you know, to these uh, companies getting greater uh, economic power. I see. Okay. Uh, Again, from the article, 36 companies have been in the S&P 500's top five most valuable over the course of the last 60 years. Let me try to find a better way to put that. Uh, Since about 1960, 36 companies have at some point ranked in the top five most valuable companies in the S&P 500. There's been a lot of turnover there, obviously, but out of those 36 companies, 20 of them are still in the top 50 companies today. That's some pretty intense staying power there, doctor. How does that affect market dynamics? Well, again, um, the market always operates on the expectation of future profits. So to the extent to which, you know, companies can continue to reinvent themselves using new technology to improve their products or create new products and services, then that's going to be the driving force. And so, therefore, you know, where, where a company has um, the ability to generate more 
and make use of greater human capital. Um, and those are the companies that, that are going to have a have a stranglehold on uh, the top tier of, um, of profitability. But um, again, the 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 future of um, of these high tech companies will always be a function of their ability to turn their existing profits into new methodologies, new technology, and new products and services to the extent to which they continue to rely on, or if they rely on, um, you know, accomplishments in the past, uh, the, the, the turnover is going to be great. So for, for lay people, people who aren't paying incredibly close attention to this, that's not real cause for concern that these 20 companies are, you know, continuing to outperform the other 480 companies on the S&P 500 decade after decade, right? That's okay. Yes, as long as there's again, and there's and there's safeguards to prevent this. Um, um, if there's no observable uh, restraint of trade, uh, if there's no observable restriction of entry into the uh, into the markets, then um, again, the, the the markets, these companies will continue to thrive, and um, new companies, new entrepreneurs, will have the opportunity to seize upon these um you know these new innovations and you know develop their own um you know their their own uh, apples their new their new amazons i mean think about it you know uh google's reinvented itself just by just by renaming itself as alphabet mm-hmm. and so therefore you know that goes a long way to give the, to give investors the 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 indication that again they don't want to remain stagnant they want to again move forward with a different identity with a different outlook toward the future. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that uh, that broadening effort, Doctor. So the Magnificent Seven, I keep saying magnificent, but that's not a word. The <laughs> Magnificent Seven, excuse me. Um, I mean, stock returns generally last year on Wall Street were quite impressive, but they were really concentrated around these seven companies. And I think, and I, uh, you know, everything I've read suggests that I'm right, that had a lot to do with the hype surrounding artificial intelligence. Is there any reason to hope that those gains that those companies benefited from last year could broaden out into farther reaches of the stock market? Well, I think um, Elon Musk raised a very uh, serious and concerning question about the future growth and the future implementation of AI into, um, you know, as a, as a source, as a resource, as a as an input for you know for future productivity um you know companies have to be very very careful as to um how they use it and uh you know for what the ulterior end end game is in in the use of uh in the use of ai because uh yeah you're, you you can really be playing with fire if um they're you know um nefarious uh motives Behind the use of AI as a uh, as a profit enhancing uh, um, generator or strategy um, for um, you know f- for future management uh, and future production uh, of companies, uh, Doctor. Kind of stepping away from the article just for a moment, I, I want to stick with AI and its effect on market economies. What do you t- how you know if you're putting together a curriculum for your students about this, the role that artificial has to play and 
you know, informing the increasing the margins, not just of the, the tech companies, the really obvious ones, you know, like Apple and Alphabet, Amazon, obviously, they're going to benefit, you know, the earliest on from from the advent of artificial intelligence. What are you what are you teaching your students about this? What are the sort of trend lines that you're teaching them to look out for in this field? One of the major one of the major concerns that you know, one always has to have is, you know, the the use of, I mean, the standard, you know, textbook uh, interpretation of how businesses produce products is the use of, you know, um, land labor capital uh, through entrepreneurial entrepreneurial know-how. Now, you, you put in a new resource called AI, all right, how, to what extent does that diminish the productivity of labor? Because you don't know the originality uh, of the basis of that AI, you know, whatever AI and you know uh, um, develops. Um, if you use AI to um, you know to, to try to improve your machinery, all right, yeah, okay, that can do that. But at the same time, all right, is AI serving for to stifle um, future? future growth or uh-huh. future productivity of mm-hmm. capital. And so therefore, again, those are the things, you know, those are the uncertainties. You know, I'll give you a very simple example. Um, you know, if, you know, um, AI is used for GPS purposes, you know, so you say, geez, you know, you're driving somewhere and your, your GPS tells you uh, take this detour because there was a, there's, there's just been an accident two miles in front of you. Well, you know, how did that, you know, how was that found out? You know, well, it had to be through AI. Now, AI is going to divert you to take another route. How can you be 100% sure that that new route is not going to drive you off a cliff? <laughs> right? I I've, mean, it's, I've seen enough movies, doctor, you know, between Terminator and The Matrix and everything. Not, not feeling great about that. Yeah. So again, it's, it's something. It's something definitely that has to be, you know, has to be not ignored, but seriously, you know, taken into account. And I think that's what uh, I think that's what Elon Musk was 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 getting to. That yeah, mm-hmm. we can use AI, but again, make sure let's make sure that AI has its beneficial and productive use for again for not only for. Uh, uh, profits purposes, but again for quality of life purposes. Uh, doctor, I'm, I'm uh, we're kind of. I, I want to keep talking about artificial intelligence. I didn't mean for it to take up quite so much space in the conversation, but uh, I think we're headed there now. I, I don't know if you saw the story about Wendy's, the fast food restaurant that had a plan to implement surge pricing based on the demand, like the more people are coming to eat their cheeseburgers, the more expensive the cheeseburgers are. The CEO said to investors on a call, reading now from WWL.com, that that system would be tested next year. Dynamic pricing and day part offerings, along with artificial-enabled menu changes and suggestive selling. This, to me, sounds exactly like the kind of, uh, what do you call it, um, the, the, the diminishing returns of this technology, right? It sounds really good for shareholders and the, for the CEO said, hey, we're going to use artificial intelligence to dictate the price of our cheeseburgers. Consumers hate this. 
and Wendy's is getting dragged for this. And now it says, uh, sorry, it was just, you know, it's just a, a paper that went around and we're not actually going to do it. Do you expect we'll see more efforts like this from other companies in the future? Like Wendy's is not a tech company, but here they are trying to take advantage of this artificial intelligence trend and getting totally played by it. Well, exactly. There, there are two sides. What, what people tend to forget in the in the quest for again for that all American, you know, trying to get ahead on the on the supply side of the market, there is the the most crucial and more important in my eyes as an economist, the demand side. And if you if you take for granted, all right, the expectation of a continuous customer flow even as you're raising prices, well, that's completely, you know, um, uh, intuitively counterintuitive mm-hmm. to what economic principles are, because you keep on raising your prices. Uh, that flow of customers is not going to be uh, uh, flowing that well, you know, into the doors of your, your restaurant or your store, if that's your overall strategy. Yeah. In this, in this regard, specifically surge pricing sounds to me like, price gouging you know the, it didn't cost you any more to manufacture that cheeseburger but i'm paying more for it i mean this is insane nobody's going to want to do that it, yeah and and again there's an assumption that the uh that the consumers are not going to not going to know any better um <laughs> consumers definitely you know do have a do have the ability again given given the the preponderance of information especially in a very competitive competitive market such as the fast food market yeah. to see where you know where where they can get the best best price for you know whatever uh whatever healthy or unhealthy food that they're buying <laughs> <laughs> what was the, it reminds me of that campaign I'm not going to pay a lot for this muffler I don't remember who the who the brand was yeah. that did that but consumers are smarter than this generally I think is the takeaway all right last question here doctor uh, everybody is generally mad about how expensive things are um, higher inflation means companies are reacting they're raising prices and passing the cost of that inflation onto their consumers not just to protect but even to increase profit margins how sustainable is that it all depends upon it all, it all depends upon the products that are being uh, okay. uh, that are being sold. You know, definitely in you know in uh, in 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 the service market where those where there's a high you know intense demand for for services, um, medical services, um, you know, legal services. Um, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna see that in um, in in other markets where you know in Particularly in retail, um, that's probably not going to be, you know, what what a lot of retail companies have done in the past, as a as a um, as a strategy against inflation, is to um, diminish the quantity of the product. You know, so you know you see smaller candy bars, but it, you know at higher prices, um, you know less content in um, you know in in uh, in less potato chips in the bag, but again yes. at higher prices. So wow. again, it all depends upon uh, it all depends on on the intensity of the demand uh, for the product or service. And again, there's going to be greater intensity for uh, for services than there are for uh, than for for products. On the in 
I'm, I'm saying that in a very, very general sense. Sure. I'm starting to feel uh, increased demand for a cheeseburger here in the studio. Uh, doctor, I better let you go here. My guest is Dr. Jose Bautista. He's a professor of economics at Xavier. Thank you so much for your time. You're working your way, doctor. Have a great afternoon. You too. Thank you very much. We'll be back right after this. I would love to get your reaction to anything you just heard. I didn't mean to bring up this whole Wendy's surge pricing thing quite right away, but... What a stupid idea this is. This is just greed, man. And people aren't stupid. To They're smarter than this. They know what you're trying to do, Wendy's. Yeah, like we all know that Lyft and Uber have surge pricing. We understand that because it costs Uber and Lyft more money to put drivers on the road when demand is high. But it doesn't cost Wendy's any more to sell you that cheeseburger that they already made just because there's more people in line. Stupid. I'm Ian Hoken for Scoot. I'll be right back. Give me a call, 504-260-1870. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember this one? <laughs> you got the only sweetest thing in the world. Who got the love? Who got the freshy, freshy? Who got the only sweetest thing in the world? Hey, man, I don't like to kick people while they're down, but listen to this. Lauren Bobert, Bobo, her son got arrested. What'd he do? Oh, man. Four counts of criminal possession of a financial device. Four counts of criminal possession of ID documents. An account of conspiracy to commit a felony? He's also charged with three counts of the petty offensive theft of less than $300. What were you doing, dude? Tyler Bobert in jail. Four counts of criminal possession of a financial device. I don't know what that's about, man. Okay, so Tyler's in jail for some weird financial crimes. Bobo can't even run in Colorado's 3rd District anymore because they didn't like her seeing a grope in her boyfriend at Beetlejuice. Her ex-husband's been arrested twice. He's got an estranging order. He, uh, oh, good Lord. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> was her ex-husband was arrested twice, has a restraining order. He was the same guy that uh, dropped trow and, uh, you know, flashed some kids at a bowling alley a couple years before she came into office. This woman's a mess. I can't wait to never talk to her again. Talk about her again, rather. God forbid I ever talk to her. Joining me on the line right now is Bobby Hortzberg, who's the captain of the crew of Ferret. Bobby, welcome. Hey, how you doing? I'm pretty good, man. Last time I saw you, you were on top of a float throwing beads. What changed? <laughs> well, you know, a, a lot's <laughs> changed. We, we've decided that we're not going to participate in that anymore. How did you get there? How did you did? Is that a decision you made as the as one of the founders and the captain of the crew? Is this something that came up through the grassroots? Was this been discussed for a long time? Tell, bring us through the process. Well, it is something that we've discussed for a long time. You know, all the way back to 2013, I think is the first time we were on record saying that this is something that you know we wanted to do. Um, when we were a tiny organization of only a you know about a hundred or so riders. Um, it was much harder to, to, you know, make a move like this. But now that we've grown into what we are now, um, you know, over a thousand riders, one of the biggest parades of the first weekend, 
um, you know, we felt like we were in a position to, to do something bold and to really be able to back it up. So, you know, this, our riders have come to us and, and said that they wanted to move towards more sustainability, um, both in person and in the survey that we do every year. So it, it was, um, you know, a, a decision really that, that everyone made. Um, and, you know, the board and, and myself as the captain kind of took it across the finish line. I'm so proud, man, to be an off and on member of this crew. I think, I, I don't know that you know who I am, Bobby, but I've, I've been in and out of the crew for like 10 years. So I'm very close with Jess and Dave. Um, and yeah. I, I, I'm also, I, I get invited to be in the crew of Mad Hatters every year, which is the same day. So I always have to kind of be like, oh man, which one of these I'm going to do. I didn't do Ferret this year, but I'm always so proud to at least have that affiliation. It seems like on every issue, you guys are coming up on the right side of things, whether that's folding in you know marching groups that didn't have a chance to perform elsewhere or there's people from nicks that ended up in ferret after they had to jump ship from that that train wreck and i don't know and now now you're i think you've started a trend i don't know do you expect that other crews are going to follow suit is anybody else even thinking about this you know I, honestly i don't know um we, we didn't really talk to any other crews about it i wanted it to be a decision that we made and that we made alone because, you know, it's a very big decision and it, it's obviously, you know, is against the, the trends in, in Mardi Gras, um, at least what they've been in the past. And so, you know, I didn't, I didn't want this to involve anybody else other than our organization, at least at this point. And if other people decide that they want to get on board and, and do this, then that's great. Uh, and we're certainly not, you know, telling people what to do or, or saying people are bad if they don't do it. Uh, this was just right for us. It was the right time. We thought it was the right thing to do. Uh, and that's why we moved forward with it. Okay. So I'm imagining myself, you know, I'm, I'm in my mind's eye. I'm, I'm in the little area of the float where I'm, I'm throwing beads and, and hats and masks and all the rest. And I, at my feet, I have many, many hundreds of pounds of plastic beads. And now those aren't going to be there anymore. What's going to be in their place? Well, you know, that's a very good question. Um, you know, we're, we're still working on what exactly we're going to do, um, you know, to replace those items. But the reality of it is, is that the volume is not going to be replaced. Um, I, I think all of our riders are of the mindset that, that there already is too much volume. Um, you know, you don't, I, I think if, if, if somebody comes out and watches our parade and we totally eliminated the beads and had the same packages and everything else that are in the packages, I think everybody would walk away from the parade very happy. Um, I, I just don't think that the beads are necessary. I think, you know, and, and I don't think taking them out, um, is going to, um, really affect the parade goers. Um, so, you know, we certainly will put some other things in the package, um, you know, sustainable items, um, things that, that, you know, can be used. You know, it's not just about eliminating the plastic. It, it is about that, but it's not just about that. Sure. Uh, it's also about, you know, giving things to people or throwing things off the float that people can actually use. And there's a lot of crews that have been really good about, uh, you know, going in that direction. But we want something that people are going to take home and use, not take home and throw in the trash or take home and put in a box and that goes up in the attic. Um, so, you know, that's the kind of thing that we're moving towards. And, you know, that's that's what we want to do you know, starting next year. OK, can I very selfishly make some suggestions? Sure, please. Okay. We, we're very open to all of them. I need a, a Roomba. I'm in the market for a Roomba. <laughs> Maybe you guys could throw some of those. I uh, uh, I need a lint roller. I mean, I could just go to CVS and get it, Bobby. But, you know, if you guys are going to be throwing these things out in the office, we used to have a laminator up here. and Nobody knows where it is. Maybe you guys can throw out some laminators next year. Hey, I've seen some crazy things thrown off a float. I actually saw someone <laughs> hand a children's bike off of a float what? one time. 
Uh, yeah, I swear, I saw it right in front of me. So okay, <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're 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 making a stretch, but look, it, it's New Orleans, it's Mardi Gras, anything can happen. Stranger things have happened. Anything else you want our audience to know before I let you go, man? Hey, why don't you tell? How can people learn more about the crew? How could they sign up if they want to join? Well, I would tell you to go to www.crewofferet.org, but this uh, announcement crashed our website. So we are. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, you know, it, it's pretty, I get it. It's pretty cool uh, in some ways. But uh, but the website should be back up and running very soon. Um, you can obviously reach us on all our social media channels via Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and um, you know, email crewofferet at gmail.com. Crewofferret at gmail.com. That's easy enough. Bobby Hortzberg is my guest, the captain and co-founder, or just found no, you guys didn't originally found it. But you brought it back from life, what, and like the after it kind of went away for a while, right? We did. That's a whole other story that might take some time, Ian. Okay. But, but yes, to, to, <laughs> generally that's what happened. We'll do that another day. We'll just say Captain Lou Crewferret in front of the show, Bobby Hortzberg and future distributor of Roomba's lint rollers and laminators. Thanks for your time today, bud. Thanks so much for having me on, Ian. I appreciate <laughs> Absolutely it. Absolutely welcome. All right, we'll step away and come back. I'll see if I can get in some calls and uh, comments before we hit the news at 3 o'clock. Uh, next hour, we're going to be talking about that ding-ding special legislation they've just uh, given final approval to permitless carry of concealed handguns. I, not very many people are excited about this, but I don't know. That's just the government we have now. Uh, we'll talk about that at 3 o'clock. At 3.20, we're going to visit with Tyler Bridges from the times you New Orleans Advocate. He's been paying close attention to these issues. We'll step away here and be right back. I'm Ian Hoken for Scoot. Talk to you in a minute. Reading now from WWL.com. Headline reads, Carville, as in James Carville, donors to Donald Trump and the RNC are, quote, begging to be stolen from. These people want to be stolen from, he says. The people that give Trump money or give the RNC money are begging to be stolen from, and Trump is going to accommodate them. They're very blunt and very upfront about what they're doing. And he's right. I mentioned this earlier in the week. Lara Trump has already stated that if she's made co-chair of the RNC, every single penny donated will be put towards the number one and only job of the RNC, electing Donald Trump. Laura, that is literally not the number one and only job of the RNC. The number one and only job of the RNC is to erect Republicans. Up ballot, down ballot, top to bottom, side to side. I can't believe they're about to get away with this. Joe, James, Margie, I'm going to talk to you after the news. Stick around. Ian Hoke, BRB. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.